are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. If audio is just a little weird tonight, because literally Sarge is on the other side of the desk from me, he's actually live from 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 Japan. He's over in Japan right now. He's checking in correspondent from, from Asia to see about the PlayStation. If there's any kind of announcements, uh, Sarge, can you hear us? Uh, that's right. I'm calling to you guys live from Sukmi's Sushi Spa and uh, uh, Massage Parlor in Taiwan. I'm here trying to figure out what the prices of this PlayStation are going to be. <laughs> We're going to get your prices from the PlayStation yeah, on, on location. All right. I'm trying to start. Like I said, the audio might be a little weird. Sarge, don't go right up on the microphone because they, they, we're okay with that with the sound. So I, I lowered your volume just a little bit on my side. Um, so yeah, so Sarge is in the house. He's literally on the opposite side of the desk from me. Uh, I had to rearrange a whole bunch of stuff, um, but it's actually pretty good. This is the first time, or second time? This is the second time we're doing a live podcast like this. Uh, but I think the last time we had one camera angle and we were like right next to each other. But this time it's like the Joe Rogan show. Like he's literally on the opposite side of the of the of the desk than me, so <clears throat> I do appreciate it. Let me know if the if the audio sounds good or bad. If I can adjust it or whatever. Did you move a desk off the wall? No, 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 no. I have a um I have an L shaped desk and I have one section off of it and it's in, in a different corner behind me. Um, so right now Sarge is is at the door basically when you walk into my room, and behind him is a closet and a bunch of stuff. That's why I put that little partition um and then i'm on the uh, other side why is sergeant a phone booth uh he's our correspondent duplis he's trying to find out the playstation we'll, we'll check in with him every once in a while to see if he's got the, the prices yet uh for the playstation because playstation has yet to show up after microsoft's you know the drop at the uh, the microphone and everything with, with them so on today's show on today's show we're going to be talking about marvel avengers uh that's a that's a a staple now on the on the generation x gaming podcast um we're gonna be talking about gamestop closing more stores we're gonna be talking about specs uh, of stuff of of the xbox series s and the x the price point we're gonna be talking about game pass we're gonna be talking about cyberpunk um we're gonna be talking about destiny a little bit so there's a lot of little stories that we're gonna be hitting on uh throughout the podcast those of you who don't know what generation x gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week and we rant along the way we're here live every single thursday at 8 p.m eastern uh right here on twitch.tv slash 30 and still gaming you can listen to the past broadcast over on anchor.fm google play spotify uh itunes and then also on youtube when it lets me upload stuff because last week's episode for some reason even though i created the music in the beginning of of our podcast it's been running for six almost six years okay it got copyrighted on twitch dmc'd so it it blanked out the entire entirety like first 20 minutes of audio 
uh, of my podcast because of the opening music that I created myself. So go figure. Um, you don't need reasons to fuck with people's lives, apparently. Right, right. So that's that's the problem. So I'm trying I'm trying to get that fixed. Um, my local record file didn't work either, so I lost that file. So when I do post it, the first like ten minutes might be cut off from the podcast, which is just the introduction anyway. So, what's Maverick doing on the podcast? Well, he's a fill in for Sarge. Fill in for Sarge. All right, so let's talk about the uh, first story, Sarge. Uh, people are talking about Cyberpunk 2077, right? Dev Talk came out. Uh, one of the devs talk. One of the devs came out and talked about microtransactions won't be uh, aggressive. Okay, and a lot of people are talking about that. The 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 minority vocal minority came out and was like, "Ah, Cyberpunk's gonna charge for microtransactions," even though months and months and months and months, almost a year ago. They actually said that microtransactions will not be in the single player game, but and then when they do put microtransactions in, they said that they're going to be smart about it, right? Whatever that meant at that time, and they still said they are not putting microtransactions in their game. So it says here, Cyberpunk will include a multiplayer mode, but that component of the game won't be released until sometime after the debut of the single player game. When Cyberpunk multiplayer does arrive, it will have some sort of microtransaction system, and now developer CD Projekt Red has shared some of the additional insights on this approach to them. But don't worry, the developer said and reiterated once again that the single player game will not hold up listen to me now people on the internet will not have any microtransactions at all in the single player game let me re rewind all at the micro and anime have not will make it player single single player game will not have any microtransactions at all okay so CD project red's president joined uh ceo adam uh kickness Kanitsky said in an earnings report, the developer is looking for ways to get people to spend money and be happy about it in multiplayer. Okay. Quote, well, we'll never aggressive towards our fans. He said, we treat them fairly and we're friendly. So of course not, we won't be aggressive, but you can expect great things to be bought. The goal is to design monetization in ways that makes people happy to spend money. And I'm not trying to be cynical or hide something. It's about creating a feeling of value. Okay. Like they're being very straight, straightforward with this, Sarge. What do you think? Oh, on top of that, all right. On top of that, uh, CD Projekt Red is one of those people that believes that seventy dollars is bullshit about raising prices for video games. So much so that when CD Projekt releases on the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X slash S slash whatever, okay, that they are not charging more money for their game. Now, there is a free upgrade if you buy it ahead of time on this current gen system. There's a free upgrade for the future console. Or if you purchase after the fact, like you didn't buy it now, and you buy it next year after the fact on the new systems, they will be $60. Okay? So, I know I just gave you a whole bunch of stuff. What do you think about the developer with the microtransactions? And then what do you think about the price, about them not raising the price of $70? Like everyone says that they're going to need more prices to raise for the Xboxes and for the Playstations. That's a that's a that's a lot to swallow. Okay. Let's start let's start from the beginning, which is CD Project Red having to come out and tell them that there won't be any microtransactions. All right, let's start with that. Um 
the same people online are the ones that are constantly lighting the torches and burning down buildings. It's a vocal minority that does this. However, for some instances, they do make a point and it rallies a bunch of other people who might not have been paying attention to what's going on in game world. Mm -hmm. Understandable. The issue that I have is the greatest selling game of all time, or the, uh, sorry, the greatest piece of entertainment sold of all time is Grand Theft Auto V. Okay. Games like seven years and change old now. Okay. Right. It had a complete full story, a complete full story that took quite a bit of time, an actual Grand Theft Auto game. Afterwards, I think it was like maybe two or three months afterwards when they got everything set up before the clusterfuck actually happened. Right. For those of you that remember it, okay, they released the online version. And the online version was a platform to exist in the world with other people doing missions. And then along the way, use in-game currency or money that you purchase to make in-game currency, aka shark cards, okay? And we all know that Rockstar made billions. Billions. Billions, with a capital B, billions of dollars. Now, fast forward a couple years, we already know that microtransactions are not going anywhere, and now everybody else is trying to find a way to copy what Rockstar had done. Yeah. Okay. Well, they, they, they all did, have. They did it the right way, right? Though. They've done Mass it the good Effect, way. Mass Effect tried it. Okay. They failed pretty bad. Skyrim tried to do it. Fallout did it. Everybody, all the big publishers, they tried to do their version of what Rockstar did. Everybody understands this who's been alive long enough and old enough to know what's going on. It's not that long ago, guys. It's eight years. Maybe you were just getting into high school. Maybe you were just getting into college. Either way, if you're a gamer, you know what's going on. Okay? So now, taking that and fast-forwarding it to CD Projekt Red with the, the, the torch burners and all, if CD Projekt Red comes out with a game, and it's in a full game, a full AAA title game, the game ends, you finish the game, and then a month or so after that, there's another part of the game that comes out that has multiplayer or co-op player, and that has microtransactions in it, well, let's not light the torches, people. This has been done. If you sell me a complete game, and then after the fact, you want to make more money on that product, those of us who have half a brain, who haven't drank it, smoked it, or did whatever to rot your brain cells out, remember what has happened in the last seven years, then you shouldn't have a problem with it, okay? This is how it goes now. Once again, it's up to you, the individual, to put a flag in the ground, stand next to it, and take a stand for what you believe. <clears throat> if you're really that pissed off that CD Projekt Red is giving you a full-price game, not charging you any microtransactions, and then right. after the fact, you're mad because there's microtransactions in the game after the game, then I'm sorry. I don't know what else to tell you. It, then you don't buy the game. Here, here's the thing, right? So I don't understand how – look, no one's – no one's. you've never seen really articles about people complaining about Rockstar, about their microtransactions, right? They literally charge $100 for a yacht and for a plane and all that stuff. But right. it's, all, it's all optional, right? It's all optional. You literally played a 60- to 100-hour game 
for Rockstar, and there was no DLC. So for the last six years... That's that's a different topic, though. Right. For the last six years, there's been no DLC. The DLC they put in is absolutely free. Everything they put into the game for the online version has been 100% free. You've never paid in the last six years. The game is the most successful enter- piece of entertainment ever. ever. Okay. The last time CD Projekt Red came out with a game that was a mass hit was The Witcher 3, which came out in 2015, which was Game of the Year. And what did they make from 2015 till now besides the two DLCs they dropped, which were phenomenal DLCs on top of that, which they gave to you in the Game of the Year edition, okay? For 25 bucks, you got all the DLC and all the other stuff, right? For, the, for like nothing, the, the DLC for Witcher 3 alone was bigger than some of the games. It was like 30 plus hours just for the DLC. So how does CD Projekt Red, Sarge, how do they make it five years without making any income oh, coming I don't know. into their... It's it's incredible. Right? Let's let's go let's go talk now. The second part of what you the question you asked me was is the fact that everybody's mad that the microtransactions are in a game, period. And and the way games have to have microtransactions because they have to make their money. I'm not sure if anyone wants to have this kind of conversation with 30 or myself, we would love to have a conversation off camera in a chat room on discord. Let's all get into a room and talk and we'll, we'll shoot point for point stuff that's on the internet. That's public knowledge of the gaming industry for the last 10 years. Okay. Let's make no mistake. Everybody wants to throw crap to the wall and whatever sticks is their facts for that week. Okay. The gaming industry is fine. Okay. There's nothing wrong with it. They're making more money than Jesus. Right. Okay. They're making plenty of money. The reason why you know this is because a game can come out, completely fail, and then four years later, they have another title in the pipeline coming back out again, mm-hmm. which means somehow, miraculously, they were able to pay their employees, make a profit, pay the bills, re- reinvest right. that money, right. pay the and, bills. Make, and make another game with the crappy sales that they apparently had. Okay. The, the issue that we have as a human being, never mind just a gamer, is when you say in the middle of the worst economic disaster since the 2007 real estate crash, where you're going to tell me that now all of a sudden games are getting too expensive to make, and now you have to raise it because of the right. next generation of games. When we've had a next generation, Here, this, here's is the the best sixth, part. this is the sixth rendition of a next generation Here, title. Here's the best part. 80% of people buy digital games now. They're literally making a PlayStation and an Xbox with no disk drive in it. Yet, they're raising prices of video games, even though 80% of the people that buy games now buy it digitally. They got rid of the disk drive. They're still... No drive. No drive. Yet, the prices of the, of the Xbox are still $300. That's correct. Right? They're still $300. They That's got rid correct. of the drive. Okay? They're making more money per... Uh, game because game. there's no packaging. No packaging. There's no, they're not no they're delivering. Not they're not delivering anything. Right. It's like now to be fair, they still are right. To be fair, the cost of the whole middleman part is a roughly twenty-two and a half percent max. Okay, just to say right. So that means on a sixty-dollar title, twenty-two dollars was automatically gone to the middleman, which left forty-something dollars between the publisher right. and the developer. We got that part. We can do math. Now you take out that 22.5% that there's no middleman, right? right? Straight profit 100% now. 100% right, right back into the company. That means that means that now only the money goes to developer and publisher. Right. That's it, right? And so now whatever money is made on top of the initial sales 
whether it be a DLC and or microtransaction platform, that money is gravy. And when I say gravy, I'm not talking about like the gravy you bought at the store to put on your turkey sandwich. I'm talking about Aunt Emma's, great grandma's homemade gravy, the the best gravy you could possibly have. And you're going to put that on your potatoes and, and, and chicken or turkey, excuse me. Like that's the kind of gravy we're talking about. So anybody that tells you that gaming people are having problems, business is tight. We can't do it. The cost of making games is incredible. Sarge, you don't know what the fuck is going on because I don't know anybody in the gaming industry. Only three or four guys that I know who live in California who work for gaming companies tell me everything about it all the time. Okay, so let's just stop bullshitting each other. Okay, and just say that you guys know that because of the ravenous expansion of gamers in this country, not because of the Rona, okay, just because of people, more people getting into games because games is just a, a better piece of quality entertainment for the money, okay? The exponential increase of populace who likes games has made gaming the most profitable business industry ever, okay? Better than any sport combined, better than anything you can possibly imagine, okay? Almost, I'm, I'm assuming if I if I check my facts, I bet you I can get it better than oil, okay? <laughs> I bet I can get it better than oil if I do the numbers, if I, if I look at the numbers correctly. There's no way that you guys need to listen to the nonsense over and over again, how gamings need to... Inflation, inflation, Sarge, inflation. Absolutely. However, in business... If you're able to increase profits without doing anything, you do nothing. You're able to increase profits 22.5% by doing nothing. And then on top of that, you want to charge an additional $10 on top of the 60, which roughly means almost a 33, maybe 35% additional profit from what you are making times the millions of people who buy this game. Okay. Not counting, not counting the direction that we're heading, which is. I have a system in my house. I'm paying Netflix gaming now because yep. that's what's got to happen. Yep. So I'm paying Netflix gaming plus this other money. There's no such right? thing as Netflix gaming just for people listening. Yeah, yeah. what he's, I mean he's, is he's, he's, I'm paying for a gaming pass, service. Like a gaming I'm service. paying for a gaming yeah. service, right? Well, no, some people will be out there and be like, wait a minute, yeah, Netflix yeah. is coming in. No, no, I know. Everyone will pick any word I say, edit it out, put it on a different podcast and call me some kind of crazy lunatic. It's fine. It's fine. We understand how this works. So the middleman is still with PC platform, but what I'm talking about is we're talking about consoles. We're talking about consoles about because PC hasn't been in stores. Like when you when you walk into a GameStop and buy World of Warcraft, they open up a little sh a little door in the back corner, and there's like one copy of World of Warcraft. Or you go to like Walmart and you can buy a subscription model of it. Right, we're talking about console, right? We're talking about Xbox and PlayStation. About digital sales have been eighty to twenty percent in the last two years. It literally swapped from two thousand seventeen to twenty eighteen. It went from seventy thirty physical to digital, and then the following year it went from seventy thirty digital to to actual. Yeah, that think think of that for a minute. Think about That's it. It's a huge in an, in an eighteen month in an eighteen month span. We went from seventy thirty hard copy to 70-30 digital. Think of that for a moment. Think about that. That's Listen, we all understand everything goes up in price. Everybody understands inflation. For those of you who don't, pick up an economics book, just take a look at it briefly so you'll understand. 
But the point is, is that number of people getting into the industry, okay, is exponential now, okay? It's not like a an 8% growth rate year on year of more gamers coming in. It's exponential. Since like 2000, I think it was like 10, right? After the last crash. There are so many people playing video games now that games as a service is a given. Yeah. Is a Just given. last quarter, Activision made $1.5 billion. Last quarter, $1.5 billion in digital digital sales. I and I think that digital sales don't even count the games. I got to be honest with you, they bro. They don't. It's, it's, it's digital sales meaning like any kind of nonsense yes. that I can buy from a video game. Yes, microtransactions. Right. So right. basically non-tangible <laughs> items that I'm buying for purely temporary entertainment, I am funding a company. Now, the problem with that kind of influx of money is that once you reach a certain point, and I, I know some of you might not understand this, once you reach a certain point of income, you no longer care about the product anymore because you are collecting money that sustains your company, whether you make a bad decision or not. Now on the business end, that makes sense because you don't want to be risky all the time. Businesses don't want to be risky. Businesses want to make sustained money and grow. That's their whole point in life. They're not, their job's not to make you happy by making a good video game. You guys got to get that out of your head. The days of the, the old time gamer thought process is over. To make a game fun for people to enjoy was the original the original motto. Okay, the new motto is standard business, cut costs, raise profits, grow. That's what they're trying to do. So the only way you can maintain such a fantastic business model is nickel and dime everyone you can for as long as you can until until this industry, like every other industry in life, eventually crashes and resets. But this is where we are. We are in a we are in a spot where the amount of money that's being made in video games is incredible. So that being said, where are you guys? Where are you guys in the moment right now? Are you gonna buy a system day one? Are you gonna buy a system that doesn't have any video games just for the sake of having the hard piece, the, the newest piece of hardware? Some people will, all right? I might, because sometimes I just like to have a new piece of technology in the house and mess around with it to see what it does, right? I'm, I'm all about it. But to say to everybody, look them dead in the face and go, I don't know, man. We gotta gotta tighten our belts, man. We gotta we gotta raise some prices here because, you know, the, and the reason why that, in my opinion, of course, the reason why they are raising prices is because they know the hammer is coming very soon. And I'm not talking about the band hammer or Thor's hammer, okay, or MC hammer. I'm talking about just business hammer, which states. You guys are no longer going to be able to advertise, pick change out of kids' pockets, manipulate gamers in order to squeeze more money out of them along the way. And because they answer to the stockholder, because they answer to the stockholder, they need to make sure that at some point they are maintaining a growth level that's, that, that makes the stock stable. Let's put it that way. So if all of a sudden their billion dollar quarter goes down to two hundred and fifty million dollar quarter, that's a big that's a big loss in their eyes because right. we're done stealing from kids. We have to actually make a product and sell a product. Well, okay, that's the issue. This is this is where but, we're living, guys. Me, it's not about games anymore. Let me let me let me let me take the the reins back here a little bit. Uh, Hold it back. Right. So the the CD Projekt Red hasn't made a a full fledged game in five years, right? With, with Witcher, right? And now they're charging microtransactions for multiplayer and people are in an uproar and they whatever 
how does a company like that make last for five years? Meanwhile, Destiny, every single year for the last six years, they just had their sixth anniversary yesterday, right? It came out six years ago, back in 2014. Uh, every single year, they've charged $60. It's between between 50 and 60 or 50 to $80, right? Because you might've gotten a, a expansion and then the season pass, and then you got the, just the expansion or you got the whatever you've paid either 40 or you paid 70 or you paid 60 and you paid another 20, whatever it was, you've paid anywhere between 40 and $80 every year for destiny for six years. Okay. Now everyone's like, well, we got it. We got to buy the microtransactions because we, that that one mission came out because people bought microtransactions. I'm like, no, Bullshit. you're an idiot if you think that, right? Bullshit. And to believe that that is the reason, right? So these are just another another notch in the belt of bullshit, right? Coming from they're they're fine. Bungie's fine with their eighty thousand square foot uh, studio that's being emptied right now. It's empty. They're still paying for that. Don't 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 forget that they're at home right now. But someone's still paying the bills to keep. The air conditioning running and all the other the stuff building's running. Still the, building, there. the building's still there and running, and they're doing just fine. Okay. The reason I'm bringing this up is people are a little they're a little hesitant right now with with Destiny, right? And uh, I'm not I'm not even gonna put myself into this this because I'm not I'm not really. Uh, I'll go in. I'm not buying. I'm, I'm not. not I'm I'll not buying. I'm, I'm waiting for Game Pass to come out, and that's that's what it's gonna be, right? So Destiny two players are concerned about limited content in Beyond Light. Okay? I agree. Okay, now the concerns of the Destiny 2 fan base hit a fever pitch following the release of Bungie's latest weekly update blog. While the week deleted a lot of tri uh, uh, triumphs and seals and how they're changing due to the content being removed from the game, a follow-up comment by the community manager Cosmo laid out a full strike playlist for fans. In addition to the Cosmodrome strikes like Fallen Saber and Devil's Lair making return, Cosmo confirmed that the new destination Europa will only have one new strike. Now the rele revelation, revelation, seamlessly raised a red flag for many players who now want answers and want them to paying what are they paying for come november 10th bungie has spoken on length about a new storyline involving the darkness and the new destination of europa new gear new weapons as well as the three new subclasses using a new element stasis however outside of that the actual content portion of beyond light are still mysterious making a large portion of the content being vaulted looking even worse many have begun to compare beyond light to Shadowkeep, which only had which was not only a $5 less, but it also included the Season of the Undying Pass as well. While the expansion wasn't quite as large as Forsaken before it, Shadowkeep still managed to add new campaign, added to two new strikes, a dungeon, as well as Altar of Sorrows, Public Event, and the Nightmare Hunt modes as well. Now, with two months left beyond before the launch of Beyond Light, Bungie still has time to discuss what the fans can expect from the expansion on day one. However, the message from fans is clear. Just like the early days of Destiny 2, players want more communication from Bungie and to be more transparent about what kind of content awaits them. So here's, here's I got so much to talk about. Right, well, I'll, let you, I'll let you talk in a second, right? So here, here's the situation, right? They're going to be putting content into this game. They're raising the price. It's 50 bucks right now. 50 bucks, which is $10 more than last year's shadow keep okay and it doesn't include right is it is it 50 bucks correct me if i'm wrong chat correct me if i'm wrong is it 40 dollars the and then it's 10 dollars with the with the season pass or is it 50 dollars and then 10 dollars for the season pass which one is it there's there's like two or three price structures depending if you i think it's 40 it together, get it together all together or, 40 or, 50 70 what, what no, no no but is it, it just just beyond light 
just the Beyond Light? Is it forty dollars and then it's season is ten dollars? The last time I checked, I believe it's still forty, but the 40. you want okay. the season pass. Right. So, so that's this why is what people are, people are last year Shadow Keep was forty dollars and it included, included the season pass, the first season of the season pass, right? Season eight, I think it was, right? And now you're paying for just Beyond Light, which is forty dollars, and no season pass. Shadowkeep felt like it was more. I meant content-wise, not price-wise. It felt like a bigger expansion because they threw in the season with it, right? And you felt like there was more. They had the, value. the vex added, added value, right? Added value. It felt like the season was more than it was. Like when the season came out, it was just the moon. I say just the moon, but it was it was one new planet old new planet okay you had a new section of the moon where it had the nightmare hunts and the and the altar of sorrows the, uh, i love the i love the whole keep thing oh that, yeah that's that, the, the, the dungeon yeah, yeah. the dungeon was great like that content i believe personally i believe that content was worth it right just shadow keeps content was worth it i thought the ten dollar vex mythic class or not vex mythic class vex evasion was was bullshit i was like eh, this it, is it, it, it could have been so good it could have been could so have been much so better. Good. Could have been so much better, right? So now people are worried that when Beyond Light comes out, that Europa is just not going to have enough. Because remember, Shadowkeep, you still had all the other planets that were there. Now you're losing literally half the game. Like like forty percent of the game to fifty percent of the game is going to be out of there. So Sarge, what do you think? <laughs> As far as Europa, so much. you're still playing okay. Destiny. I'm right. not. So, what do you feel like is going to happen in the game, and what 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 would you like to see, and what do you think is going to happen? All right, right now I would put on my Sarge helmet to do the Sarge rant, just for those of you that understand where I come from. Okay, so now you know me. I love Destiny, but I shit all over it because I can only eat so much of an old sandwich before I, I spit it out. I can't do it anymore. I'm going to defend it. I, I know you might want to record this, guys. I'm going to defend it. Ready? Here, here's how it's going to happen. You know for a fact, number one, that Bungie goes in waves, okay? There's a low wave and there's a high wave, depending on what's going on throughout the year, what Bungie's going on. Either we all hate them, and then all of a sudden we love them. It goes up and down. We all know this. Now, when Shadowkeep came out, okay, you have to remember Shadowkeep came out after Forsaken, and Forsaken was the top because it was low right before Forsaken. And everyone came screaming back because Forsaken was done so well. So well. And then we had Shadowkeep. And then we went down from Shadowkeep. And so now in the course of the wave that Bungie has always done since Bungie has started this game, okay, there has to be another upswing. Okay. Now, the reason why they are dead ass quiet. And I'm talking about pin drop quiet. Okay. Nobody's heard shit. Oh, oh, by the way, guys, there hasn't been any leaks, right? No leaks, right? Nothing, nothing. Nobody knows nothing. Okay. <clears throat> so now the negative hype train starts because people start to worry about price point and what the game will have because you are taking half the game away. So now I'm going to divide this into two sections. Taking half the game away isn't a big deal, guys. Okay. Because taking half the game away just means you have less stupid work to do, right? That's true. The whole point of Destiny, and I and I, I want to stress this so much, besides being a hobbyist game that you play with your friends with an awesome shooting mechanics, I love the shooting mechanics, besides that, their game loop is broke. The game loop Super is broke. broke. 
okay? So you can only do so much of it before it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. You're like, well, yeah, I'm grinding. Yeah, I'm going up. But there's no real reason for me to go up, okay? Now, because of that and because of the taking away, this is my take on it. When they're ready to talk about what this game is going to have in it when it releases on November 4th, okay, is going to I'm sorry, November 10th. Is it 10th? I, 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 November I, 10th. 10th, I'm sorry, 10th. Which is the same day as the Xbox right. launching. So now what Bungie will do, as they always do, guys, is set up the vid doc, the advertisement, what they want to talk about onto such a perfect pedestal that it's going to make the little tryhards and all the people that talk shit about them for a year all of a sudden start clamoring up to try to get to it again because it's going to be so amazing because that's the way they're going to advertise it, okay? I've said it once, I've said it twice, and I'm going to say it a bunch of times more. This has to be one that keeps people in the loop until the next downward swing. This has to be an upswing. So that being said, not only will we be getting Europa and the extra class, but my prediction is that there's going to be a planet behind Europa just like there was a planet behind Forsaken, right? You got the Tangled Shore and then you got the Dreaming City. In my experience, knowing what Bungie want, has to do, you're going to get Europa and then you are going to get something. Maybe it's a Mars-sized planet Maybe it's a Mercury-sized planet, but there's going to be something else back there. My prediction is Ganymede because it was pulled up inside the, it was pulled up inside the actual, uh, what was it? The, um, the data mining. It was pulled up inside the data mining. So now, that being said, besides that, you're going to have an entire list of life-changing games. That Luke Smith will do himself because he's the gamer, okay? He's going to tell you all the quality of life changes of what's going to happen in the game on top of the fact that we have all this new content to play with. Now, that's going to get everyone riled up. You're not going to give a shit about the 40, 50, 70. All you're going to care about is I finally get to play my hobby game again, maybe for the next two or three months, right? Because that's about what it lasts if you're playing the game loop. Because once again... The game loop is broken. I can't get away from it. I did, I took it off my hard drive, okay? And then when Shadowkeep came back in, I, I played, I loaded up Shadowkeep. I played all of Forsaken, all of it, and then go into Shadowkeep. So I was busy for three, four months. There, there's, right? don't, don't forget the Cosmodrome, sorry. Right? The, the Cosmodrome's listen, coming back. Listen, the Cosmodrome, once again, everybody put your pitchforks down, okay? They have to give you something. They have to put something in the game that keeps you vested. Nostalgia works great on a lot of people, man. I know a lot of you are like, I don't give a shit. It's the same content. Yes, it is. But it also means that they don't have to work on new content. They can just turn it into the moon did and they made a shadow keep and make it into the Cosmodrome. Whatever it takes to get content in under the time restrictions that they have. Please remember, guys. Please remember. Bungie has to be working on three games currently right now under obligations. If you guys have been following Bungie News, they have a project they have to do for Tencent, and they're working on some kind of mobile game. NetEase. I'm sorry, NetEase. I'm sorry, NetEase. 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 I think, but they own, they're, NetEase is owned by Tencent. No, it's not. I'm pretty sure it is. It's not. Tencent owns everybody. It's anyway, <laughs> look, anyway, point being is they have other obligations. 
Okay. So what is working on the content that you and I are playing are, are the greatest artists and finaglers you've ever seen because they can take a piece of meat and turn it into a glorious meal. Okay. As long as they have enough time. Now, the fact that they delayed it two months should make nobody worried. Zero people should be worried because there's no way you can add anything into a game in two months. Okay. All you're doing in two months is polishing the stone. That's all you're doing. The diamond has to look good when yeah, they, it comes out. They, That's they moved what they're it, good at. They moved it out of the out of the path because they just didn't want to go at the same time with other games, right? I they, don't. I, you know what? I don't think. I don't think that matters anymore, bro. Because the, I, the business model is time it's is on time. Game Pass. No, no, no. But time is time, right? Well, though, well, Game Pass is coming out. One look. Let's let's be honest here. Did they delay it? Did they delay it because they were working on it? Or did they delay it because they knew the Xbox was coming out on November 10th? Don't don't misconstrue, Skippy. They didn't say they had 10 years worth of stuff. I'm sorry. Say that one more time, bro. What I'm saying is, listen, no one's talking about this, except they, they're, they're saying now that Destiny is a launch title for Xbox S. Okay? Come on. And Xbox X. They postponed it a couple months ago, saying that it's coming out November 10th. And just miraculously now... The systems come out then. The system of yeah. Xbox comes out. Is that a coincidence? To, is anybody else believing? Is anybody else believing okay. coincidence? And on top on of that, that level? on top of that, they're part of Game Pass. Well, they announced Game Pass, right? So look, look at look at the driving force here. Okay, why they moved it to November tenth? Okay, they moved it to November tenth because Xbox is launching on November tenth. Halo is not coming out now. Okay, during this launch title, so Xbox decided to say, hey. Come on Game Pass. Okay. Come on Game Pass. The 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 lower ball figure of the 299, which we'll 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 get into in a little bit for the Xbox. Destiny's on Game Pass. Okay. For 25 bucks of $25 a month, you too can earn an Xbox. It comes with Destiny. That alone, as a launch title for yep. the game, is huge. Yep. Right? Well, because we don't you don't you don't get a Halo. Because Think God about, knows what they were but doing. What what is the problem with Destiny right now as a console player? Load times. Load times are the are, are the shit. Okay. Well, here it is. Brand new system that can finally run the system, or the system can actually run what it's on Destiny. Okay. So now they have the system coming out. Destiny's launching on Game Pass. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Look, they didn't delay this thing. Because think about it. I said it before, months ago. I said, look, it comes out, and then the systems come out. And then what are they going to do? They're going to launch it again for a free upgrade? No, they, they don't want to deal with that. Nope. They just want to put the new one on the new system. Listen. And then weed out the old systems if they can. Right. If, if Listen, If just talking about Destiny now. If you release a game on Game Pass, right, and you get to play all the content from the beginning of D2 all the way up until Shadowkeep, okay? And then that's what you get for Game Pass. And then I think I think maybe just as somebody who likes games would go, you mean I get all I get all this for I got Game Pass and I get all this up to Shadowkeep and now another part of the game's coming out? Well, I gotta see what happens next. So they're gonna pay for that. Like right. they the business model for Bungie is still the same business model as GTA, which is and I and remember you got you gotta use GTA as the template. I give you a complete game. I give you a complete story. Okay, and then after the story's over, we give you some stuff to do, but always in the background, there's some stuff for you to buy 
in case you want to buy it. Okay. It's a platform for us to make more money in the long run. In the old days, you had to care about the product, make a good product, and then make a good DLC to extend the life of a game and to make more money mm -hmm. on that IP until you guys came out with another game. The rules have changed. You don't need to make a DLC now. We just make the games as a service. I release what I want when I want. I tell you what it is. You either buy it or don't buy it. And then at the end, we say, don't worry about it. We'll fix it later, right? That's where we are. Just like a person would be lazy in life, businesses are lazy in their product if they don't have to. Case in point, Madden football. Everyone bitched. Everyone said you're garbage. Everyone already knows they're garbage. I don't understand why they think they're leaving listening at this point. But I guess enough people right. think that it's garbage. And I guess their management team who, who watches social media says, we may have to do something here. All of a sudden, they come out with a statement that says, we're going to fix the game. Well, my next question after that is, you didn't know your game was broke? You needed an entire community of people to tell you that your game was a POS and you should fix it? And now they say, oh, yeah, we should fix it. Right. No, they know that sales might be at a low point to where they don't have enough piggies in the bank to buy the microtransactions for the next run. That's the issue. Right. So if I don't have to fix something, I don't have to. That's just the way it works. Okay. Businesses cut costs, raise profits. If I don't have to fix the game, I won't. Case in point. Well, right. This is where we are. Let's. let's I think I'm, I'm going along with it. I believe Destiny is going to come back with the, vid, with the. Listen, Luke Smith's coming out with a vid doc. Okay, probably in the at the midpoint of October, like somewhere right right before Halloween, like the 15th to the 20th. He's coming out with a vid doc to tell you everything the game is going to have. Or director's cut, right? something like that. Yeah, right. whatever you guys want to call it, whatever the title is now. If it's if it's paragraph or video, yeah, whatever. it'll be yeah. a whole. It'll be it'll or be both. like a 15, 20 minute it'll, video it'll of like stuff they're going to talk about and get everyone ravenous, ravenous. Okay, and that's what it's going to be. It's going to be fine, guys. Don't worry, your game's coming back. All right, your game's coming back. So, another bungee topic here, right? And if this happens. If if this happens, not only will I be a fucking Notre Dame, that it does okay. Like this will this will be the nail in the coffin for me to play Destiny. All right, they showed, and everyone knows what the scene I'm talking about. I, I brought it up. It's, I think I brought it up. I think in like episode four or seven, maybe nine. Okay, we're in episode two hundred and thirty three. Okay, so in 2015, I talked about this scene. I was like, where's the scene with Aldrin? We've been, talking, we've been talking about this where, for years, where he's bro. on the ship pointing the gun at your guardian and he and he says the quote okay he says the quote of breathing down his neck all right and his, okay that's what he says he says they're breathing down my neck and he doesn't know why okay so he's pointing a gun everyone knows what, what scene i'm talking about okay well here here's was, the thing it was an advertisement for destiny he's it on was, the edz it was an advertisement for destiny he's not on a ship yes he is he's on He's on the 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 um the walkway onto his ship pointing the gun down at at the guardian, okay? He's not on the EDZ. The ship's on the EDZ. He's on the ship and the ship he's on the gate leaving the ship and he's pointing the gun at your at the guardian There's and no he, and he argue talks about, about this. Somebody okay. just look it up, bring up the vid. You'll see okay. it. Cool. Anyway. So the TWAB post Okay, Aldrin is at the set of armor and worked back during Destiny's one pre-alpha stages. During this time, Bungie originally planned the Aldrin to be on the character named the Crow. 
in that scene, he's his name is Crow. Okay, he's not Aldrin at that at that point. Okay, but then they changed the story from the original of what Destiny was, and this is a whole other story that we used to talk about, like that the game was incomplete and they 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 weren't done with it, and they're they're cutting stuff and then reusing it. And I was like, every single expansion that came out, I was like, well, never had it. I was like. Where's that scene? I was like, that's a full-fledged scene that it could put into the game. Nobody's wasting that scene. Okay. Nobody's wasting so, that scene. So they ended up with the standoff with him, okay? Trusted Guardians in his words. The city is constantly breathing down his neck, and and Wilds have taught him to shoot first and ask questions never. Of course, the crow does eventually come around, and the player works with him on various missions, okay? Upon being re- revived... For the first time, guardians have the memories wiped and all lose the sense. And here's the past selves where, where you know where they are. The process applies to Aldrin Sov as well. With his mind, Bungie might be playing to retooling Aldrin back into the Crow. Okay, the original version of the studio had the character before Activision presumably made him change him. Now think about this: he is Aldrin. He was Aldrin. Okay, and now if he comes back out and his name is the Crow. Because he, he forgot his name, he can't call him Aldrin. Right, because his name—he's not Aldrin anymore. That's he's correct. dead. Okay. If he turns into—if he turns into Crow, I will laugh my fucking ass off because I'll, I'll, I'm going to say I knew it. I knew they were going to put this, and it means that they're literally giving you stuff from pre-alpha. Pre-alpha, they didn't know where the story was going or what they were doing, and maybe they did, but they're taking that story and they're now repurposing it six years later. Two yep. things come to my first in my mind when they do this is that for six years, you're telling me you couldn't come up with anything else in a story. Anything else. I swear to God, uh, if I see yeah. that scene happen, if I see that scene happen, I will literally shut the game off the moment it comes on screen and never play Destiny again. <laughs> Listen. No game company wastes any... In- Listen, nobody wastes any work. If they can find a way to use whatever they've been working on for the last six years and put it into something... That and means they work, haven't been working on anything, Sarge. But but I agree with you. But remember, I put the flag on the ground a little while ago since I was going to defend Destiny tonight. I wasn't going to shit on it completely. I, I, I'll shit on it when it's time, guys. You know I'll shit all over it. But the point being is, is that they'll never waste any... Inf- Listen, they'll never waste it. <laughs> Case in point, whatever... Whatever Jedi Fallen Order was before they turned it into a Star Wars game was all somebody's job and work at some other game, and they put it together beautifully. Mwah. Good Jedi game, okay? But it was never advertised, never talked about. Nobody even talked about it. The one time that they mentioned it during an E3, somebody pointed a microphone at somebody. I think it was one of the developers, and they said, how's that Star Wars game coming up? How's that Star Wars game coming up? And he was like, uh, yeah, we're working on a Star Wars game. Like... Nobody talked about it, and then it just falls into your lap. Great game. Don't. I'm not going to say anything bad about it. Great game. But don't tell me that was something that was purposely built because there was no advertisement behind it. One of the greatest IPs in history with no advertising or marketing behind it. You can't lie to me, okay? That was called a, a Hail Mary Pass touchdown. Hail Mary Pass touchdown, okay? Beautiful, right? Same thing goes with Squadrons. Squadrons is coming out, EA. You know it's pretty much going to be a hit because most people are going to want to play that kind of version of a game, especially with either the VR people, the hardcore gaming VR people, or people who just like Star Wars in general. Once again, side note, can't give EA any more money. I won't do it. But my whole goal in life is for EA to lose the license. So please, anyone who listens to the podcast, just for the couple games, guys. 
right? You don't need a Star Wars game. You've been living you've been living your entire life without a good Star Wars game now for almost a decade. I said, so why not just stop buying Star Wars games for just a little bit longer? Let EA lose the license, and for God's sakes, let somebody else drive the car. Anyone, anyone drive the car. Look, Woo! boxer, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. I've already looked it up and I had it already here. Okay, all I'm saying is. <clears throat> It's the EDZ, you're correct, but he's on some sort of ship there. There's some sort of scaffolding or ship. Look at it. It looks like a looks like a busted building. It could be a busted look, building. Look at it. I, I understand. I understand that this part right here is the EDZ. I understand that. And this is my whole point. It's on the Cosmodrome. The Cosmodrome is coming back. I know my destiny as well. Hence why I brought it up in the first place. Hence, they're bringing you back the Cosmodrome, and they're going to give you this scene. This the scene will appear drum. inside the game, and when it does, okay, drum. I will shut the game off because this is six years old, seven, maybe even eight years old because this is pre-alpha footage. When? Okay, pre-alpha footage. Remember when? Okay. Remember when? Okay. You can see when he walks up to the, the scene. Okay. He walks up and it looks like he's walking down, right? It looks like he's walking up. The camera's panning over him. And then when it goes to the next scene, I didn't say he wasn't on the Cosmodrome. What I said was that he was on a ship. With the gate down, and he walks down the ship gate as it's there, or some sort of building, whatever it is, okay? The whole point of it is, is that this scene with Aldrin, is, okay? Is seven years old, at least. All right? That's what I'm talking about. This is seven years old. Seven years old, minimum. And you're going to get this cutscene, I swear to you. You're going to get this cutscene you will, you will cut or some sort of upgraded version of this cutscene in your game that you see this November. Okay. And when that happens, game game gets shut off because that proves everything I've ever said about this fucking game. Okay. Well, to be fair, wait, to be fair, well, before we change topics, to be fair, you can look up my past podcast and I've always said this about Destiny and Bungie. Destiny is the greatest save of all time. And when I say save, I mean like it could have been like horrible. It could have been an anthem. It could have been, you know, one of those type of games that it had all this promise and then went right down the drain. Anybody who's been around since the beginning knows that this game was saved twice Twice right. it was saved. No, it's been saved. It's so, been saved six times. No, no. Every no, year it's about, been I'm saved. About legit saved. Like legit Why is? Saved. Hold on one second. Saved. Hold on a second because your your microphone keeps getting the cord keeps uncoming out and coming back in. Don't touch it. And now your your microphone should work again. It's so weird. I don't know why it's doing that. Hi there. Yeah. Listen, it's it's just funny when you when you when you uh, you don't have goldfish brain. You pay attention to a game the entire time it's been out. I give Bungie all the credit in the world for not making an anthem. Okay? Oh. For saving the game and making one of the greatest hobbyist games probably ever. All right? they did was make a really fucking good shooter. Yes. Yes. But everything sometimes, else, everything but else. sometimes that's all you have to do. And I understand. And and Avengers is doing the same thing. Avengers didn't make anything in it, but you're fucking superheroes. That's it. It's the same template as D1. 
It's the exact same template as D1, but with superheroes, which I've always said when Destiny came out, I said, if you make Marvel, Transformers, or Star Wars in the Destiny game, goodbye, Destiny. Because I, I would like to play that game better, and that's what I'm doing now. All right, that's what I'm doing now. All right, so let's 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 go to the next story. We're we're one hour in. We talked about Cyberpunk. We talked about Destiny. Let's talk about the big. Let's talk about the big. I'm, I am really excited about Cyberpunk, though. Oh, Cyberpunk like, is good. We'll talk about it more when it gets closer. Yeah, like when that game. Yeah. Uh, listen, I, I'm I'm gonna turn into like the Skyrim kid. And... Wait, no, classic, <laughs> classic. For six years. I've loved Destiny. I've also loved to hate Destiny, right? I've loved I loved to hate Destiny. Uh, I love to hate Destiny, okay? Destiny's a great game. I don't think Destiny's a shit game. I don't think... I've never called the devs easy, uh, lazy in any way, shape, or form. I give it crap because I want it to... I want the potential of what the game is to happen, and it's never happened, well, okay? We, it's, not, it's, not, it's not only potential. It's the fact that it's been this long, and the game really hasn't... It's let's I'll, I'll, I'll try to use the right vocabulary. The game has changed to both sides of the fence more than once. It went to the left and went to the right, but it's never really truly evolved. No, that, that's my issue. The, the thing is, they've never tried to fix the problem with the game, which is the leveling system. They've always band-aided it. And to me, I've seen what the company is doing with the game, and I'm not a fan of what they're doing. Okay. I, like I said, I'll try it now. It's on Game Pass for free. I don't have to pay for the update, for the expansion. So by all means, I'm going to play it, okay? But I'm, I'm going to play the story and then I'm done. Or up until that cutscene plays. And as soon as that cutscene plays, I'm shutting it off. I'll be like, well, that's halfway through the game of the, of the expansion. I don't care, right? But if it's not for me, that's cool, right? That's 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 fine. If everyone loves it and plays it, by all means, keep playing it, keep loving it. But just know... Don't bitch about it if 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 you don't agree with it and you're still playing it, right? You see what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. All right, let's talk about the Xbox. Two Finally. days ago, two days ago, Xbox Finally. comes out Finally. with a price. Okay. Now I don't like the way it was given out because someone leaked it and it wasn't an actual leak. Someone emailed a someone emailed a 10 year old and said go tell your mother yeah so it was a leak <laughs> the 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 it was all from the uk the uk leaked it a uh, reporter over there microsoft was upset about it. it it forced their hand now i think playstation would be more more upset about this because playstation actually was supposed to release their price this week they were supposed to release it, i think tuesday or wednesday they were supposed to release it but because they released it i think it was monday or tuesday when it happened um, it forced Microsoft's hand to come out and they showed it. They showed the picture of it. They showed a video of it. They're like, here's the commercial. There it is. Here you go. And it comes out and it's $299 for the Xbox Series S. Boom. So boom. That's that's one point, one point for me. Okay. Digital console. And I, I said in, in a tweet, I said, okay, no disc, $299. I said, all I'm missing now is the game pass. And then shortly after I did that tweet, they came out and said for 25 bucks a month, you can get the all access pass of Game Pass. And I went, that's a fucking home run. And on top of that, they dropped the mic and say, well, we also got EA Play, okay, also on Game Pass, which is EA's 60 games on top of that, okay, which I have to find it. 
I'm pretty sure I said over a year ago when Anthem came out, I said, man, if they take Anthem and they put that on Game Pass, like within the EA Access, they just take the games and move it over to Game Pass. Yep. I said that would be huge. Yep. And I think someone said it will never happen. And here it is. EA brings the thing. We, now, we there got, is, we, there's half of it. There's EA, the, EA is on Game Pass. Now all they have to do is finish Anthem and release it, guaranteed, on EA Access. Guaranteed. Right. So now there is a stipulation on, on the Game Pass stuff, right, for EA Play. If it's a brand new game, okay, it's 10-hour trial. So, like, Squadron comes out. If you want to play it, you can play it on Game Pass for 10 hours. If you, the new Battlefield comes out, you can play it for 10 hours before you before you buy it. Um, all old games, though, there's 60 games that will be free to play from Game Pass, okay? As far as Madden and FIFA... I can't imagine them taking the new Madden and FIFA and only letting people play 10 hours of it so they buy it. Madden and FIFA do not need a $60 price point every year to sell games. What they do need is players playing the game and spending microtransactions on the ultimate team. Okay, so I don't know if they're going to put the Madden and the FIFA behind the 10-hour trial period or if they're just going to say here fuck it here's madden 21 start playing it this year right because all they want is people to come in to get that one dollar microtransaction you know what i mean they just opened it up to i haven't i haven't bought a madden game in 10 years okay but if madden's on game pass i might play it again because i didn't pay anything for it you see what i'm saying which gets me into their ecosystem of potentially i can buy an ultimate team package which I don't know how that deal works. Does does Xbox make like 30% or 10% or 5% of every microtransaction that happens from an EA game? Do you, do you know what I'm saying? I have no idea what, what, what that is. But anyway, huge deal. So now we know the price of the X. We know the price of the S. Okay. $499, $299. And this is just amazing as far as a gamer. If you're a gamer. Right. Okay. Let's say, let's say, let, let's let's rewind the clock. Let's say this is the seventeen-year-old you, or like the fourteen-year-old you, and these are the systems that are coming out. And you don't you don't really have a lot of game systems in your house. You're just come up and coming, like to get a game system. Think about it for a moment. Think about it. Right. Think about the value behind what that game pass is on a two on the two ninety nine system. Are you, are you are you oh are you, are you done? Yeah, I'm right. just saying. Uh, yeah, just think about it. Classic is that is that is that official? I don't remember ever seeing Microsoft saying they get thirty percent. Not off a of Game Pass. Off not. of Game Pass. <laughs> not getting thir- no, they are not. No, they are not. I don't. I don't remember that ever being said that they get a seventy thirty split. If I you, if a developer uses Game Pass, you and I are both. Listen, if if the, I, I wish that I wish that that was a true answer, classic because. I still want to know what the split Off is. Microtransactions is that official? Yeah, like, I want has to know. that has that been said anywhere that they make thirty percent? I don't want to say it if it's not true. Uh, listen, I I want to know what the cut is. Period. Like, I, 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 listen, enough time will pass and developers will start talking, but what what developers get from Game Pass needs to be known. 
we have to figure out that we have to figure it out because there's no way that many people are so easily led to it and like, well, it's better than nothing. And so you're just collecting. It's, it's almost like the bank collects four cents or six cents off of every transaction that a credit card ever makes. And everyone thinks it's not really a big deal, but that's like billions of dollars a year, right? So Game Pass in my mind is almost the same kind of thing. There's gotta be some type of revenue sharing split. Something has to be happening. Otherwise it doesn't make it worthwhile for you to put your game on Game Pass. I'm I'm looking right now on an article and it doesn't say 70/30 on anything sold in the store. Uh, I don't know about that. I I I hope it's correct, but at least I'll have a stand I'll have a point to to bounce off of, but I'm not sure if that's it. Microsoft updates store revenue developer no, Maybe originally on EA on EA's pat on, on EA's thing on EA Play, maybe that was the split 100%. But the fact that EA Play disintegrated and just moved over to move over to game pass to microsoft and says we're going to do it over here i don't think the split's the same there's no Sweeney way Sweeney from epic talked about it i mean again that's that's hearsay i would have to see actual if you could find an article about it you you send it to my discord hit me up in discord i'm not i'm not gonna say that's that's fact though um so their 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 whole their whole premise when they announced this price playstation was supposed to announce their price playstation still hasn't announced their price soon that's as because, xbox, that's because that's because they're in the corner now soon as xbox came out with a 299 system what does playstation do to match that they have to they have to match it right their low system has to be 300 dollars, and if it's not let's just say it's not playstation's in a completely different realm microsoft's in a completely different realm nintendo's in a completely different realm they're in the same area as they all do games but they're all selling something different right now right playstation's selling exclusivity okay they're selling first party titles and like gaming system that's what they're selling microsoft is selling anyone can play games anywhere on any on, on any, any platform on any platform on any platform okay if you have a tablet if you have a phone if you have a, a, a pc if you have an xbox that's huge doesn't matter what that's xbox huge. that's their market right they're not even playing the same game anymore. I think PlayStation will outsell consoles, like traditional. Like they'll come out th two years from now and go, "Well, PlayStation Five is outselling Microsoft once again for consoles." But that doesn't mean shit because literally for every console that PlayStation sells, Microsoft is making that off of every year, off of Game Pass, right? Just recurring, and they don't have to make any systems, right? Sent the link. Appreciate it. <clears throat> it's it's a it's a kooky time, man. It's a kooky time. We're we're in a transition phase here between how gaming is going to unfold, and I'm pretty sure, judging by the shift between seventy thirty hard copy to seventy thirty digital, we are all know, we already know the answer. We won't even have to wait ten years to find out. Because it's going to happen so quick, no one will even pay attention. They'll just be like, yo, what? I get all my games digital. I don't fucking have to have that shit in my house. Like, I, I get it. I get it. But at the same time, you, you had to just scratch your head a little bit and say, wait a minute, didn't I have a disc before? Like, what happens if the service crashes? What happens if I can't get online? What happens if uh, they decide not to keep the game on there anymore? Like, all these questions I ask because... I haven't drank today. If I drank today, I would have asked these questions. But right, right. I didn't drink today, so I'm asking these questions. Maybe I should start drinking. I don't like. I don't like these questions. Stop asking me all these questions. 
where does it say where does it say in this article that they have 30% they're talking about the Apple store taking 30% and stuff yeah you got to remember I, I, a tiny tiny I, I, I agree with you I think the issue is going to be that you know crazy uncle Nintendo has problems playing nice with other people and so they want they want to control their like little corner of the market. And so I won't be surprised if they don't do it, but they do something similar for just Nintendo games. I think they have something similar now, but they want it to be like that level. It would make more sense because I think Nintendo is also getting a more powerful Switch, if I'm not mistaken, probably next year sometime. That's supposed to be 4K capable. So maybe that has something to do with it. We're going to see. Most of it's not compliant. Epic Games <laughs> against Apple and Google seem to apply to Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo the console space as well. There's three console makers also take a 30% cut of all microtransaction sales on their platforms, for example. Okay, so there you go. Official 30% cut of all microtransaction sales. Thanks. You. Thank you very much for putting that in, in the thing. So I don't like saying stuff if I, if I haven't seen it. So I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, so think about that. So going back to the Madden conversation, so that I would so assume... basically, so basically, they are a credit card company. Yes, they are a credit card company. That's so basically would, what I, it is. I would assume that EA says, "Look, EA's business model is Anthem, right? They're, they want Anthem FIFA. 2.0 to come back out with microtransactions. FIFA, they have FIFA, they have Madden. They want those out to the masses of Xbox, right? Because Correct. nobody wants to pay a fee." for EA access on top of that to get microtransactions. Right. So EA's like, look, just give them the game for free on Game Pass. Right. And then make the sales. Because because we them- because we all know they make more in microtransactions than they do from selling the game. Yeah, absolutely. That's also been proven. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And Madden's the same game every year. FIFA's the same game every year with new players and roster update. So now... You got your wish. If you're a Madden player, if you're a FIFA, if they don't put it behind the 10-hour trial period for Madden and FIFA and they just give you the full-fledged new games every year, that's that's genius because now you're just paying for 100 it's just, games, it's just, it's just 160 good business. games. It's just good right, business. Right, you're not paying for the $60 anymore. Now you're just paying for a roster update, right? Oh, yeah, Madden is a mess, but I'm just saying in general, it's still a huge thing. Like, look, I don't want to buy... Uh, Star Wars Squadrons, but I'll try it for 10 hours and see if I like it, right? It's on Game Pass, right? I mean, think about it. It's We've we've had this conversation. We'll have it later down the road. We'll, we'll wait to see these games that come out, but I've always said that I think Game Pass is, good, is great for gamers, but also bad for gamers because the quality goes down That's correct. and the quantity goes up. That's correct. Okay? Now, <clears throat> the quality can still be up high, but then you have to wait for it because they're doing the business model like Destiny. They're doing the business model of slow drip coffee where you pay your $10 up front or you pay your $40 up front for the season pass or $30 for the season pass, but you wait nine months to to get your payment from it, right? Because you're, you're waiting for the story. You're waiting for the content, even though you paid for it all up front. Just seems kind of weird, right? Well, if it's perfectly on Game Pass, right? Because it's because it's no longer a product; it's a platform to sell product, right? I instead of me selling a product and collecting the money and the revenue off of selling the product, I'm basically selling you a service 
And instead of selling you the service, I'm giving you the service for free, but everything that you do inside that service, I collect on. It's right. genius. It, it's basically the equivalent of a credit card company, but in video game industry, in the video game industry, it's genius. Because, right. because everyone at some point, and I'm talking about everyone, everyone's going to listen, give it, give it a little longer. I'm not saying right this second, but we're close. Every human on the planet has a phone in their hand. Now I'm not saying that's a fact today, but I'm saying give it a couple years, just a couple more. Like everybody who's up and coming, people are dying off who didn't want to use cell phones. I get that part. Don't worry. I was the last to get a smartphone in my house. <laughs> they actually they had to actually buy me one because I would I refused to get one. Okay. Right. But eventually, think about it now. Think of it from a business point, guys, not just a gamer standpoint. Every human on the planet has a phone in their pocket. Here, here right? here's what are the possibilities of me selling you something at some point or getting you on a service at some point? Here, here, here's the official. come on people. Here's the official. Today is excited to announce the next step in the journey. The team with Electronic Arts to provide the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate PC members with EA Play membership at no additional cost starting at holiday season. This means Ultimate members can enjoy EA Play on Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and Windows 10 PC and Xbox Game Pass for PC members get EA Play on Windows 10. Formerly known as EA Access and Origins Access, EA Play will bring the best of EA Game Pass, including. More than 60 EA games, biggest and best consoles and PC games like FIFA 20, which is the older one, Titanfall 2, Need for Speed, Heat, as well as titles from EA's most popular franchises like Battlefield, Mass Effect, Skate, and The Sims. Exclusive in-game challenges and rewards, special member-only content discounts on EA digital purchases for DLC games and more. Now, they are putting Madden and, and FIFA behind the 10-hour trial, which I think they're going to change their mind because I'm telling you, Nobody, if you have 10 hours to play Madden, you're gonna go, No, I'm good. I just played Madden 2020, and 2021 is the exact same fucking game with a, with a roster change. I think they'll change their tune. They're gonna see how many people are gonna try it and not buy it, and then they'll be like, Oh, you know what? We're gonna put Madden and, and uh, and FIFA on Game Pass officially, right? Not only will EA play titles be available on console and PC this holiday, but at some some of the best EA Play games will also be available on Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members to play Android devices via the cloud at no additional charge. You know what games those are going to be, Sarge. Those are the microtransaction-filled ones that are going to be uh, absolutely uh, on, on, the, on the on the phones. Listen, listen. The guys who are the guys who are fixing Anthem right now. Think about this. The guys who are fixing Anthem right now just got a giant weight lifted off their shoulder. A giant weight just came off their shoulder because not only is it just an update. But you can take your time and you make the update whenever you want. And then we're going to just release it on Game right. Pass anyway. Right. When, when, we, when we're done doing with it that we're going to do, well, it'll, be on, still, it'll be on Game Pass. Yeah, but Anthem is still on PlayStation, or PlayStation and PC as well. No, no. No, I get that. But you still have to update it, right? Yeah. Someone's going to have to buy something. Because if it's, a, if it's as massive update as they say, I'm wondering if they're going to charge you for the update. As opposed to just saying, hey... You bought a broken game. Here's the fix. How long? How much time has to pass before you're fixing your broken game? And oh, by the way, you're buying another game. What's the What's the time th frame th on that, guys? Th think about what's, think what's, what's What's the time frame on that? Th think okay. So now, if, if Microsoft is getting thirty percent <laughs> of all microtransaction sales, that's why EA doesn't want to put the newest FIFA and the newest Madden on there because they're such they're so greedy that they don't want to share. 
100% of their imaginary mm-hmm. profit, right. right? They want they want it all. They want all 100%. So they're like, yeah, you can have the old Madden and old FIFA right. and get 30% of the old sales because right. no one's no old, one's playing those old games sales, anymore. Old sales meaning 10 months ago. Right, 10 months ago. Right. No one's buying Ultimate Packs in 2020. They're all moving to the new FIFA, right? So it'd be interesting to see what, what, what goes on there. Look, I don't know what PlayStation... PlayStation's market right now is hardcore console gamers. Yeah. It's such a niche now. It's not hardcore gamers, right? Because hardcore gamers are just playing on PC. You get a PC. You have... Right, you get a PC. And and now PlayStation's taking most of their games and putting them on PC anyway. So the hardcore gamers are going to be playing PlayStation games on PC. Now, the hardcore PlayStation fans, which I don't understand these people, Sarge. This is, this is a... There's there's probably a couple in the, in the chat right now. They're so hardcore for PlayStation, they shit on Xbox, right? Now I'm not an Xbox lover or a PlayStation lover. I'm a gamer, and I'll play wherever the games are. Okay, PlayStation fanboys are like, there's no way I'm getting Xbox because that's that shit, and they they want PlayStation. They are what Xbox is doing is great for gaming. What PlayStation's doing is not good for gamers. They're being they're buying up exclusivity, right? But they have to. I totally get where where they have to because they have no leg to stand on. You can only if I think of the games right now: Last of Us, Uncharted, God of War, Spider Man, um, what's uh, uh, um, Horizon Zero Dawn, Shishima, right? Goes to Shishima. You got six or seven games that you're like gotta have them. Gotta have them, but that comes once a once a console, once a console. You're getting one God of War for that console. You're getting one one Last of Us for that console. You're getting one. You know what I mean? Like you're not getting these like popping out like Destiny every year, right? So, to me, if those games are exclusive for one PlayStation. And you can't play with your friends on the Xbox or you can't play with your friends over... You know what I'm saying? PlayStation is trying to hold on to everything well, as far let's, as... What's, let's, they don't want cross-play, right? They, they're doing it now with Activision and, and Fortnite right, and stuff. Right, they're trying. But I think I think the end... Listen, I think the end game for Sony... Uh, listen, they, they can go two ways, okay? Sony can go the way and say, all the games we're going to make, we're going to make for PC. No more consoles. And that's going to be part of any kind of smart TV that you buy that Sony makes. You get it with it. Okay, that's number one. Number two is Sony is Sony is Sony just basically says, okay, there's no reason for us to spend this much money trying to battle it out with an online service provider. Why don't we just go back to making TVs that have games in them and they'll just be, and it'll be an automatic thing and then we don't have to worry about anything else. Because I don't see how I don't see how they can remain competitive in the long run with Microsoft making this much revenue doing nothing, where Sony has to worry about getting first-party IPs in order to push their brand. I'm just looking at it from the business point. Look, I, like I said, I think Sony will have because you, you have those hardcore fans. I think PlayStation will do just fine as selling consoles and like living on their island. Okay, but they're not. I guess they're happy just making that same pie, right? Where Microsoft's like, here, you can have this pie, and we're, we're baking a whole brand new pie, 
they're, they're, not, they're not competing on the same level. They're anymore. not. They're not competing on anywhere near the same. Right now, PlayStation has to be shitting a brick, right? They saw the price come out and they're like, okay, well, we have two systems, but we can't put it at $300. We can't. Right. That, pri- that price point for that discless Xbox, I-, I bet I bet right now they're in a panic mode thinking about, because uh, I, I, already, I already studied it in chat. I said that I think that before the, before the bomb was dropped, Sony was going to do $399 and $499. Yeah. Right, that's pretty much what you guys are feeling, right? Three ninety nine and four ninety nine, and now that now that Xbox released at three hundred, okay, for a discless system with Game Pass, and you can finance it, wait, Sony's like, um, what are we gonna do with this? Other, what, what are we gonna do with this other system? What, what are we gonna do with this other system? Creature, what do you mean that I'm missing a key point of what? You gotta explain yourself a little bit. Yeah, I think it was three ninety nine, four ninety nine, and they have to double down on that now. They have to come out strong and be like, "Yeah, it's three ninety nine, but then you're, you're getting, you're getting something else." Sony doesn't give a damn about competing with Xbox or PC. Absolutely wrong there. Of course they want to compete. That's why they're taking their games and putting them on PC. Because if they didn't put their game on the PC, they they'd be drowning. They'd be done. They're literally Xboxes literally just opened up their whole platform to one point five billion people. On top of another 2.5 billion people, all right, there's 1.5 billion gamers that play on PC. There's 2.5 billion billion devices from tablets and cell phones that Xbox is now on. PlayStation's on what? Console. PlayStation. That's it. That's it. I mean, don't get me wrong. You can still make money. You can still sell systems. But I just think in, in the long run... Sony has to make a decision on what what they want to do because I don't think it I don't think it remains excessively profitable. It can be how, profitable, but how, not excessively profitable. I have a question. How is Sony a superior product? Okay? How is it a superior product as a gamer? As you as a gamer, how is it a superior product where I can go play that Microsoft games and third-party games on a PC at a more gaming PC? The new graphic cards are coming out, which are twice as powerful as the most powerful graphics cards out right now. Pretty cool. How is Sony PlayStation competing with the new NVIDIA cards? Okay. On their own little island with their seven games that they have exclusivity with, right? Like, think about it. It's listen. It's cool. Everybody can like the system with what they. No, like. that that's not. We're, you can like the system you we're, want. We're gonna. We're gonna to say that I, I go for the long game. I'll but wait to, to see. say that their system is superior to what? Superior to what? They're literally cutting out two point five billion people out of their socket uh, of of people that can actually sell. Every Xbox I've ever owned has already been returned and collecting dust in the closet. But that's your personal opinion. That's your personal opinion. Okay, somebody that didn't have any issues with the Red Ring of Death has no problems with Xbox. Because you had a problem with Xbox, you like PlayStation better. And that's that's understandable in your conversation. But to say that Sony is a more superior product is just false facts, okay? The more superior product is PC, right? And the more more superior product now for gamers is Xbox. You can literally buy it and play it where you want. Anywhere you want. Okay? To say that Sony has a more superior product is just false. Yeah, well, we're going to see. Hey, listen. Back That's in what the, we're back, talking about. Back we're in the day, about gaming as gamers, Sony is not the superior product. Now if we're if we're going to take a niche product here, 
and we're talking about well consoles they have the most superior console that's still that's still up in the air because what about if you're a person that wants to play your games on the road well then you would get a switch the switch is the more superior product for someone that wants to travel and take their game with them where they want to go or or an xbox now because i have a cell phone you have a cell phone let's be blizzard for a second what you don't have a cell phone you don't no one you don't own a cell phone everyone owns a cell phone well you can get game pass on there you can also play your switch on a mobile device can you play sony on a mobile device right now no so how is sony more superior product right now we're gonna we're gonna find out listen back in the day it used to take 10 years to figure out if a company was gonna fall or not listen how long have we been saying game pass or, or gamestop's gonna fail well so we already know it's failing it's just dying slower right the whole fact of this whole gaming generation it's not gonna take long one more generation we're gonna find out who goes where that's pretty much gonna be it when i get a psn got hacked a ton of people's accounts billing got info and stolen decided never to buy one again I mean, that's that's another thing, right? Yeah. They got hacked. Microsoft gets hacked too, though. They yeah, all yeah. get hacked. They all get hacked. They all get hacked, they right? Get hacked. And again, the best thing to do is the best thing to do, guys, is to steal a credit card, make that the credit card you you, you put products not, on, and not. that way, when they hack your account, then they're not really hacking we, you. He has no association with this podcast. Yeah, do yeah. not steal that, a credit that's card. The, that's the safest bet. Do not do not steal yeah, a credit black card. market credit card. Not you anyway. If they hack, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, uh, you, you knew a girl I had Stadia in, in, in high school. <laughs> it all cleared up with medication. Right. <laughs> I still every listen every time the commercial comes on. I just start laughing. I'm like, what? What are you guys still paying for? What? What are you? Did you guys pay for this in advance? Like, we're gonna get commercials until November. We all know well, that Stadia is the most superior product out there. We all know Stadia is. I'll tell you what. <laughs> We all, we all, we right now, Stadia. Actually, you, we're all laughing at Stadia, right? But, but that's the future. But, but but that is the future. But, but that was Google's. That was Google's attempt yes. to get in the gaming market ahead of, see, ahead of everybody. Ahead right, of everybody. To see what's happening, and now when Google comes out with their next system, whenever that is, if it's like three, four, five years from now, we're gonna be like, holy shit, this is actually good, right? This was just. They had a they had a billion dollars laying around. Right. Like Listen, Google's got money something. around in piles. They're just burning it. They're like, what do we do with this pile? Just burn that pile. We don't yeah. need it. Yeah. And like, let's make Google Glass. Okay, that sounds cool. Yeah. Whatever That's, they want to make, they just they, do. They do. They just do. It's because fine. They can. But right. I'm gonna call Stadia the Dreamcast of game systems. It was a good <laughs> system. It had good good premise. Had good premise. Right. It was good, good premise. System. Good premise. Yeah. But came out too early, and it fell off. Well, it didn't come out that early though. No, but the graphics on the system were. They were ahead. They were ahead of every other system. They were ahead. It just didn't work out. It was too, they were too Stadia far. Stadia is awesome if you have unlimited fast internet, which is 90% of America. No, it's not 90% of America. The average person does not have fast internet in the country. Well, the definition of fast in this country is a uh, loop, oh, is loop it? warm at best. Is, is that what you meant to say? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't the, awesome. Like. Hey, Jay Christ, you almost just started a war right there. There are people typing right now. Just stop them. Hey, guys, stop typing. Jay Christ didn't mean that. Just stop typing for a moment. Breathe. Everyone, breathe. Breathe. Right? There's there, the, the, the average person, the average person does not have good internet. Like, I, I everyone around me has shitty internet. <laughs> like everybody. That's he, because that's because the 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 the, the uh, communication companies are treating data like it's water and we're all living in the desert. 
Like that's that's how they're treating everyone. Oh, I, oh, you want a hundred megs? Let me see if I can find that for you. I'm not sure if we can do that. Classic. Like when you, when you say don't don't you dare called Stadia trash to to Dreamcast. <laughs> Like I, all I see is that picture. You know that, you know that meme. You know that meme where you, the the woman's being held back. She's pointing at the cat, and the cat's like like meowing. That's what I pictured you right there. You're like, don't you dare compare the Stadia trash to Dreamcast. Yeah, yeah, right. And listen, damn creature, you don't understand how many phone calls I made to my to my uh, cable company about what they were doing to me. Like it, originally when we first got. Tech, the quote-unquote high-speed internet, okay? I think it was uh, five up and 30 down originally, yeah. originally, yeah. okay? And then I have to fight them on that. I'm like, every day I log on, I'm like, I'm not even getting I'm not even getting 15 down, bro. You, you, I'm paying for something I'm not getting. You guys have to, whatever you're doing. And they said for years, we're not doing anything. This is how it happens. I'm like, I've talked to so many cable guys. Like I have paid a cable guy who came to my house, a hundred bucks. I said, I want to talk to you for a minute. Let's just talk mano a mano. I'm like, what's the story with the router situation? Are they throttling? He's like, yeah, of course they're throttling. Of course that's what they do. How else can they make any money unless they throttle? Thank you. Thank you for telling me the truth. We know they're throttling. They <laughs> throttle all day long, dude. They're throttling. Okay. So they make it believe that it's impossible. There's so much data going around. It can't be handled by... The, by present day technology, we just can't do it. Like, get the fuck out of here, please. All right. Here, please. PlayStation leaked. We were they're saying November nineteenth for PlayStation, which would be nine days after. Not only are they more expensive, but they're coming nine days after for sales. Which again, it's a leak. So. I, one, they have to come out with a price. What are they waiting for now? I don't know. What don't are know. they waiting for now? Like, they, they want to know how much money they're going to lose on that second system. That's what they're trying like, to figure out. What are they out. waiting for? Xbox is like, look, we've already said everything we have. PlayStation is like, yeah, okay, let's let's announce it. Maybe they think Xbox has got one more thing. PlayStation comes out and goes, okay, we have a uh, we're matching the price of the of the digital sale. We're doing two ninety nine. And like, all right, good on you, PlayStation. And then Xbox goes, oh, and by the way. We have an Xbox Series Micro, and it comes out. It's like a stick, and it's like a hundred bucks. And it's like, oh my god, <laughs> 1080p at 60 frames per second. <laughs> I, I will say this though, before before we move on, I, I really want to get to Avengers because we need to talk about Avengers. But that new graphics card, I can't wait to see like uh, Linus and a few of the uh, top tech guys uh, test out that card. Like I'm really excited for it. Like I want to see what that thing can do. It, it looks badass. The stats on it are just incredible. Creature, I think I think that's a dream though. I mean, I'm not gonna say you're crazy, but that's that's a dream. Two forty nine PlayStation discless. No. The, Ooh, the, the hardware uh, inside the PlayStation. My heart, my heart alone. goes out to you, creature. I know you're a fanboy. It's okay, man. My heart inside, goes out to you. Power up, Bubba. Yeah, yeah. Power, power. The, 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 the gear inside the PlayStation is like three, four hundred dollars at cost. For what's inside that system, it's it, listen. I I don't know what they're waiting for at this point, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what they're I don't know what they're doing. I don't I don't know what 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 could you possibly say now? What does it matter? What does it matter? Listen, we all know that you take a loss when you sell hardware. We know this. We already know this. So it just <clears> matters <throat> how much you take the hit. 
That's all. Giant, um, what do you guys think of reported prices of the storage expansion for Xbox? I think I, I read oh, two hundred dollars for a dude, one terabyte. That's well, gonna be that's gonna well, be the conversation. We, two we, weeks after the system we comes out, about it. we are gonna discuss that. You already know, Giant. You already know. You know that that thing is gonna be so expensive for the for the storage device that it is. It's gonna make everyone's head spin because it's a proprietary hardware. We all know. We we talked about this uh, months ago about the storage devices that they would be selling back to you, right? Because of storage. And they're only gonna give it to you in like terabyte, which if you think about it, is like four games, right? If you had like four Call of Duties on a, on, a, on a one terabyte, that's it, that's all you have, okay? Like that's 200 gigs of one game. Games are getting bigger, right? So I'm telling you, they're, they're, you're gonna start buying cartridges again for your for your games to be on. So I don't know if it's two hundred dollars for the one terabyte. That's pretty expensive. Hopefully, you can put a third party on there, but I, I doubt it. I really doubt it. Um, let's see. I just wanted to think that they can. They don't. I just don't think they care because even if they sold five hundred, it's still a loss. That's how they take their their money. Yeah, but here's the thing. Xbox can take that loss, creature. And this is why we're, we're I'm talking about they're not even playing the same game. Okay, Xbox. Let's just say they're eating it fifty bucks per console sold off the off the digital one right that's the sweet spot that one's going to outsell the x the s is going to outsell the x but i still think playstation will outsell xbox okay but xbox can take a hit on each console because they're getting it back from game pass for each user that comes on they're making that money back on game pass they lose nothing it's just a data center they're just shoving things to, okay, to, to get them. Where PlayStation has to sell the consoles to get in the house, and they have to sell God of War. They have to sell their Last of Us, right? And if you look at those sales when they first come out, 120 million people bought a PlayStation, but yet only 5 million bought God of War when it first came out. Only 5 million bought a PlayStation or a Spider-Man when it came out. Sales now are like 11 million. That's still 100 million people that bought a playstation that didn't buy your first party title even if you take last of us spider-man god of war horizon zero dawn combine them together still doesn't fill up their whole player base of who bought a playstation that's the difference that's the difference i'm talking about right even if they all sold 15 million piece that still doesn't make the 120 million people that bought a playstation that's the difference that's the difference i think the cartridges are going to be a thing we're, we're, we're going backwards. History repeats itself. It's futuristic technology for terabyte cartridges and stuff, but you're all going back to cards. Look at Nintendo. What do you put inside of the Nintendo? It's a little fucking card, okay, that you're putting inside your Nintendo Switch. I, I, I took apart all those cartridges. The, the one that made me laugh, the, the, one that made, the one that made me laugh the best was the 8-bit cartridge. The 8-bit cartridge was only this big. And they had that whole giant cartridge. And, I, and the whole reason they said they did it that way is because they didn't want thefts. That's why the cartridge was that big. Otherwise, it would have been just a stick. It just would have, the 8-bit would have just been a stick that goes inside the system. It was hilarious. It's hilarious. And if you take apart, if you take apart an old old 8-bit Nintendo, which I've done, I've took apart right, all my systems. Memory. It's just a memory. It looks, it's, it's basically an empty box. It's yeah. an empty box with a little board in the middle yeah. of it. It's hilarious. Yeah. Creature, you're, you're absolutely right there, right? No mistake. Dominance breeds ignorance. Xbox was dominant. Yep. And then they went, they got cocky and PlayStation and came PlayStation out swinging. Whooped their ass. And, and got them this this past console season, right? And now it's the same thing. But this is what's great about competition. Competition breeds excellence, okay? And when you don't have that, 
Now they're not playing each other, though. Xbox is playing a different game. Nintendo's playing a different game. There's rumor that that Nintendo's making a 4K. Oh, and don't forget Atari. A, four, a 4K. Yeah, don't forget that Atari Don't, for, don't forget Atari, right, Don't forget that, 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 Can't that Atari that system. Can't leave that out, man. I can't believe you didn't what, bring them what up. What do you think will sell more? The, the new Atari system... Or the Stadia. I think the more Sham Wows will be sold than <laughs> Sham Wow. Yeah, Sham Wows will be sold more than Atari. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about. Please, let's talk about Avengers. Yeah, we're we're gonna talk about Avengers. All okay. Right. So I've been playing Avengers, and I'm at a crossroad here, Sarge. Uh, right. So I I played the campaign, and it, it's been a week since last podcast. I still haven't got to play the the final mission of the campaign. Okay, I'm still have this. I've I've gotten two patches since then, and still haven't fixed the 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 loading screen. So at this point, I'm still leveling up my characters. I'm still going through the whole thing. I got Thor up to power level 129. He's about to cross over that 130 threshold, and I might have to replay everything. I might. You have don't to care. I might have to replay everything. It took you a week. It doesn't matter. <laughs> still, still hurts. Doesn't still it hurts. hurt? It still hurts. No, 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 no. You know what hurts? Hurts is spending like 65, 70 hours on a game yeah. and then losing the save. Well, that's because you were okay. drunk. That wasn't my fault. <laughs> well, you got drunk. It wasn't my fault. I had gone to a birthday party. It wasn't my fault. You know? It's all right, George. We'll, we'll, we'll do it anyway. You, I, I have. He has no problem replaying the game from I, scratch. I, I, he loves I, the game that much. I really don't. I really, I really don't have a problem playing it. There's no crossroads. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. If I have to reset, I reset and play it again. Yeah. <laughs> so the the part the part I like about okay, go ahead, Sarge. I, what do you think about the game I, now that you've had uh, a I, bit of time playing? I, okay, it? First of all, I, I can't finish it because you guys keep inviting me to play multiplayer, and I haven't finished my own campaign yet. Okay. Now I'm I'm trying to be objective here, and I'm going to use other games as a basis because that's what you do when you're comparing games. I don't understand why why the media and specific gamers on YouTube hate this game so Marvel. much. Marvel, that's okay? why. Marvel. I don't understand what it is. It's because it's Marvel. Okay, that's if, it. If I look at the game just as a game, okay, are the graphics cool? Yes. Are they really next-gen? Not really, but they're really good, right? They got a lot of glitches, a lot of problems with the game. I get it, but let's, let's put that in the checkbox of, Every game released is now this problem. So it can't be a problem if everybody's doing it. Okay. Is the story good? Yes. Are the movesets good for each character that are not all the same? Right. Does it make, I'm sorry. Yes. Does the game make you feel like a superhero? Yes. All right. Are the moves badass? Do, like, do you watch? Do you watch Black Widow do her moves? And if you have the right button combinations, what a badass combination thing she does! Doesn't it make you? You have a little grin. You're smiling the whole time. That's part of the game. Oh, I'm sorry. Is the game fun? Yes. Okay. Now all the hate comes from them throwing stuff at the game that you know damn well no other game has done yet properly. And so they're still yelling at Marvel's game or Marvel's Avengers for it, and nobody else has done it. Okay, Division has gear that does certain percentage damage based on what power build you have on. Right. Okay. Otherwise, the build doesn't work well. Either I have a damage build or I have a skill build. Okay. And if I have a skill build, what skills am I using? All right. Same thing in Avengers. I spec. I spec out. 
I have specific gear. Yes, of course, you can take out the four pieces of gear, get rid of it entirely, call the game a joke, and just say, give all the superheroes powers. However, how long would you play that game if I looked, if it, the game looked like Marvel's, what, what, what's the game you played, bro? What was that game played? Uh, Marvel's, uh, the, the original one. Ultimate Alliance? Ultimate Alliance. All right. Otherwise, it would just be another version of that. How can we make a superhero game where we keep people playing and then they can play with their friends and they can mix up some builds with different abilities and, and keep the game fresh? Oh, and by the way, we'll keep releasing more superheroes. I'm sorry. I'll be 10 years old. I'm sorry. Did you say I get to be all these superheroes and I get to have free superheroes for the next couple years? I'm fucking in. Right. Or what? How much hatred can you have for a little kid superhero game as an adult that you're trying to nitpick every single thread out? By the way, uh, Fallout 76 is a broken POS, and people still play that. Okay, Destiny was broken, was saved twice. People still play that. Right. Okay. There are there are games out there that are complete and total trash. But there's a market for that too. And what I'll say is this. I'll let the people who want to hate the game hate the game. But as soon as I get numbers at the end of October about how many copies this game sold, I will no longer be listening to anybody talk about how they personally believe that the game is a big pile of shit and is trying to rob little children. Okay? If you just actually read the book, <laughs> okay? If you read the book or read the instructions or just read... I'll just I'll just leave it at that. If you just read, yes, there's microtransactions. Yes, they're for skins. Yes, the game is free after you bought it because there's microtransactions in it so they can pay for the content. Yes, my character does I not change when I wear gear because it's a superhero, not an ar a guy wearing armor. I okay? Just play the game. Let me if you don't have listen if you don't have a shopping problem that you have to buy on Amazon every three seconds, or you guys are not just willy-nilly throwing money into the street, how about you just play the game, finish the finish the hero card, finish it, and then when another hero comes out, use the money you just earned from the hero card to unlock the next hero without you spending a dime. But if you are a goldfish brain crazed consumerist who has to buy things because I'm unhappy and I have to keep buying things in order to buy my happiness and you're going to then throw kids and everything else into the wind and say, they're stealing from everybody. It's a microtransaction hellhole escape. It's fucking crazy. Like, what are you guys talking about? Okay? If I couldn't pay for the next character inside this character, I would be 100% behind you with the torch. I'd be there. Okay? But the fact is, if you just read read there, there the are, game there are things though that are happening in the game right and they are frustrating right like stealth in our in our community he keeps getting like booted out like the game keeps crashing on him or he keeps getting booted to space like he just keeps getting kicked out into space i it, this happened to me let me um let me show you what happened to me i put it in what in the avenger chat 